Hello, 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 and thank you so much for joining me for the podcast of The True Power From Within. I do hope and pray each and every day that this podcast touches you in the most amazing and encouraging way. So this morning, I want to talk about some things. I want to talk about um, personality test and the Enneagram, okay? I don't know if anybody's ever heard of that, but it... I've done the personality test. If you've done it, then you'll know what I'm talking about. I am a range between the blue and the green, so I'm introverted and extroverted at the same time. And, you know, all of those results were great. But I did the Enneagram test the other day. And I think sometimes when we are, you know, really trying to look for those things in our life that we're powerful at, maybe those things that we are weak at that maybe we're trying to be better at and we were just not meet we were just not meant to be better at those things and some things that we are you know meant to let go of um and then hold on to the other things right so <clears throat> i think a lot of times um we see things in ourselves that um we may think that we are strong at but in you know, in reality, we're not that strong at those things. Those are, you know, maybe a weakness for us. So I was listening to a podcast the other day with Rachel Hollis and she's like, you, she's like anybody that comes into my circle, um, that I am friends with, I'm like, what is your Enneagram type? And if you haven't done that test, she's like, you have to go do it because I have to know what type of person that you are which I think is is kind of profound, right? That you, you know, when people come into your circle, you're like, go take this test, right? And and I think that that's pretty amazing because then you know, you know, how to interact with those people in the best and most amazing ways, right? And she has a speaking business. She has a podcast. She, you know, she's real and she's raw and she's amazing. If you've never listened to Rachel Hollis or read any of her books, I definitely think that that is something that you should do, right? The podcast is free. It's a Rachel Hollis podcast. She's awesome. And so she talks about, um, you know, when she brings people into her business or she hires people in her business, she always wants to know what their strengths are, right? So she knows how to address them and what to give to them as far as, um, you know, different jobs or activities or whatever that they're going to be good at instead of giving them things that they are going to be weak at, right? So she wants to make sure that everybody's living to their highest potential, which I think is amazing. So of course, you know me, I'm going to get on there and I'm going to do the test. So I found out some things about myself, right? And I'm going to go over those. I'm going to tell you what those are. And when I, when I did it and I was reading, I was like, wow, you know, I mean, that kind of explains a lot, right? So, I mean, I know I'm a loyal person, but some of the things that, you know, it says what's being, it's hard about being a loyalist or a type six, um, and it goes through and I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to tell you guys what mine actually says. So you're going to, what it is, is it's a series of questions. Okay. They go through a series of questions. It's kind of like an assessment. You answer them and they tell you answer. Don't think about the question. Just whatever answer comes to mind first. That's what you pick. Right. And it's not like, you know, A, B, C, D, E. It's not like that. It's just, you know, a couple of, of responses. So when I did mine, they give you three, right? They give you three types and you pick which one fits your life the best. And this one described me, I feel like, to a T, 
and my husband may agree or disagree. I don't know. But um, I feel like this ex- explains me to a T. So it says loyalists are responsible, trustworthy, and value loyalty to family, friends, groups, and causes. Their personalities range broadly from reserved and timid to outspoken and confrontative, right? Um, So how do you get along with a loyalist? Be direct and clear. Listen to me carefully. Don't judge me for my anxiety. Work things through with me. Reassure me that everything is okay. Laugh and make jokes with me. Gently push me toward new experiences and try not to overreact to my overreacting, right? I am an overreactor, right? I am a uh, anxiety, I mean, I'm a, a ball of anxiety all of the time, right? I'm always overanalyzing everything. And so here's another one. What it's like to be a loyalist or a type six, right? Um, It's, I am committed and faithful to family and friends. I like to be responsible and hardworking. I am compassionate towards others. I have intellect and wit. I am a nonconformist, which is so true. Um, I confront danger bravely and I am direct and assertive. All right. That also explains me to a T, right? And sometimes um, that, you know, gets in my way because I am so upfront, right? And my husband will tell you that. And, and sometimes, you know, it's taken the wrong way because I have no filter, you know, for the most part. So I just kind of say something. And that is, you know, you know, sometimes that comes off the wrong way, but when it comes to um, hard emotions, I stuff them, right? But in other areas, I'm very upfront and I'm very assertive and I will say what needs to be said. So it says what's hard about being a type six or a loyalist is the constant push and pull involved in trying to make up my mind. I am horrible at making decisions, right? I'm horrible at that. My husband, he's like spontaneous. Me, I'm the one that's like, okay, let's think about this. Let's break this down. Let's do we have the finances to do it? Do we, you know, I that's what I do. I break it all down and I analyze it. And he, you know, that I think that's why we we are good for each other because he's more of like, I'm gonna make a decision right now. And, you know, like just like the truck, just like going and getting the truck. I tried to talk myself out of the truck before I even got the truck, right? Because once they came back with the numbers, once they came back with the approval, I was like, can we go outside and talk? Because I was talking myself out of it, right? So um, I have a hard time making up my mind. Uh, Procrastinating because of fear of failure and having little confidence in myself. Oh my goodness. Who else struggles with the lack of self-confidence? That is so true right? Because I question everything about myself. Am I doing the right thing? You know, how is this going to look? How am I going to feel? You know, and I, again, a ball of anxiety, I break it all down. So, and then in the end, I allow that I procrastinate because I'm trying to make a decision that I can't make. And I have fear of the failure behind the decision, right? So I overanalyze. Fear of becoming abandoned or taken advantage of. This is a big part of me. Okay, Um, you know, back from my childhood and back, you know, from past relationships and things like that. But another thing is I have a wall. Okay, I have a wall that 
I have had I have done this here very recently, and I'm going to be the first one to admit that there's been somebody, and I've talked about this before. There's somebody that I was friends with for years, right? I thought we were, you know, down like four flats on a Cadillac, and then I noticed that we were supporting their business. Um, and we were supporting them doing everything that we could, you know, to support them and be kind and loving and all of this. But then when it comes to me, there was no support. Okay. There was no support. Nothing that I ever did. Would she purchase products from me or would she get involved with me? Nothing. Okay. But now I'm seeing that, you know, but she's doing it for other people. Right. And I get it. You know, I get it, okay? But that created a wall for me because of this particular point right here, okay? Not the abandonment part, but being taken advantage of, right? So we all have this thing that we say, you know, don't take my kindness for my weakness, right? And that's how I felt. I felt like, you know, it was okay for us to support this particular person, but it was not okay for her to support us. It was always some other something, an excuse or something. So what do I do? I create the wall. I separate myself. I disconnect. I'm done, right? And that's something that I do regularly. If I feel like something is not working, okay, although I, you know, can, I have a choice. I can go in with full force right? I can confront the situation. I can make the situation worse. I can do whatever, but instead I just disconnect, right? And I've had a conversation. I've expressed my feelings and concern, but I'm still disconnected, right? And you know, it, does it hurt? Yeah, it hurts because I thought that this person was my friend, right? I thought that, you know, again, we were, you know, down like four flats on a Cadillac, right? But then you begin to see. So because of my past, I create this wall that it's going to be very hard to come down, right? I'm not saying that it's impossible, but it's, it, it's something that's going to be hard because that's protection for me, right? So that's a thing that I do. Um, I also exhaust myself by worrying and scanning for danger, I do that. Again, overanalyzing. I'm an overanalyzer and that's what I do. So wishing that I had a rule book so I could make sure I do everything right. That is another thing that I do, right? It's a, that is, I, I do that all the time, right? I want everything to be done by the book. I am very strong-willed when it comes to that. And I feel like that's because of my past, right? That's because and my husband brings this to my attention all of the time, all right? You know, that's because you were in prison, right? That's because, you know, and a lot of it is because when you are in prison, you you have to conform, right? You have to, um, you know, it goes all the way back to my grandmother always made her bed every day when she when she woke up, right? So I got the making the bed situation from her, right? But when I was in prison, you have to make your bed. It has to be tight, it has to be straight. Your pillows have to be a certain way. And I've taken that and it's, and I've held on to that, right? I've held on to that. Like the bed has to be perfect, right? And, and if it's not, I get anxiety because it has to be perfect. 
And I think that, um, you know, I always want something. I always want, okay, so here's, here's the plan, right? I'm a planner. I want to know the plan. So that goes along with wishing that I had a rule book, right? I want to plan. I'm not spontaneous. I freak out on spontaneous things. That's why my husband is great for me because I, I'm not, right? I want, I want to plan. I want to know what's happening. I want it laid out. You might as well write the book for me because that's how I work best is with a plan, right? And then um, being too critical of myself because I haven't lived up to my own expectations. That is huge for me. I will beat myself up because I don't live up to my own expectations. And I think that's a big thing for a lot of people because we, we want so much in our life and we work so hard for our goals and for our dreams. And we have these giant expectations for ourselves, right? We have this five-year plan that we think we should hit in six months, right? Or we have a 10-year plan that we feel like we need to hit in a year, right? Although we know that it's not going to happen, but when that we're not hitting those goals or we're not moving forward like we feel like we should be, we beat ourselves up, right? We beat ourselves up because we feel like we're not good enough. We feel like we can't do it. And sometimes we quit. Sometimes we procrastinate because of the fear behind it. Like I've already named all of this, right? So I really think that this, and if you're just now coming on and just now hearing, this is the Enneagram test. I don't know if anybody's done this yet, but if you haven't, I feel like you should because it is an, it tells you some really amazing stuff about yourself. And it's um, E-N-N-E-A-G-R-A-M, the Enneagramtest.net. Do it. It tells you so much about yourself, right? And so, you know, I am like... You know, the other day when I did this, I was like, oh my gosh, like this is amazing. Like, I can't believe that this is me. This is actually me. <laughs> like, I am the overreactor. I am the procrastinator. Um, and yes, Tracy, definitely check it out. Um, you know, I am the procrastinator. I operate out of fear and anxiety. And my husband has to talk me off of the ledge probably at least twice a day, honestly, because that's just how I, how I operate. So I want you to really do that. If you are on here or you're listening to the replay, I want you to do this test, right? And I would love for you to put your results, what type, um, what you are in the comments. Like even if you're here now and you do the test, put it in the comments because I want to see what you, what everybody is, right? Because I think it's important, especially when we, we, um, have a tribe, right? When we are gathering our tribe and we're creating our tribe, whether it be a team, if we're in network marketing or whatever it is, right? Even if we have a job or a business and we work with other people or even in our relationships, right? If we have that knowledge of what one another is good at and bad at and what their weaknesses are, of course, we never want to work on our weaknesses. We always want to work on what is what we're strong at, right? I know society teaches us every single day. Oh, work on those weaknesses. You're going to get better at it. Practice makes perfect. No. Why? Why would you work on the things that you are bad at? Work on the things that you are good at. 
okay? Because that's where the vision comes into play. That's where... Um, that's where your goals are going to get met, right? That's where you're going to have the true passion and the true purpose of what you were given to share with the world, not by working on the things that you're weak at. Like, no, stop. If you're working on things that you're weak at trying to get better, stop now, because all you're doing is disappointing yourself. That's it. That's all you're doing is disappointing yourself every day because you were not meant to be strong at that particular thing. But when you begin to work on what you're strong at, you're going to see yourself fill with so much joy and so much peace because, you know, progress, you're going to start feeling yourself with progress. Work is going to show, right? You're going to show that progress and it's going to make you feel better about yourself, right? My husband says, Melody, you're, you're, you know, because I, I question myself a lot about this podcast. Like, am I bringing value, right? Do I sound like I'm just all over the place? You know, and he's like, you're made for this, right? You, your story, you're made for this. And, um, you know, but I question myself a lot. Like, do I add value? You know, I'm, and I, and I even go to the point of, you know, I've stopped now, but I used to look at how many views, right? How many views is this getting on Facebook? How many views is it getting, you know, on Spotify? How many views? And I've stopped because I'm not meant for everybody. And I know that. And everybody's not meant for me. Okay. But those people that need to hear this will hear this. So I've had to learn to disconnect myself from the views, right? I've had to learn to disconnect myself from, you know, is my makeup perfect? Is my hair perfect? Like I'm on day two right now and I just filled it with some dry shampoo this morning. So, you know, it's like I have to get out of that perfection mentality and really think that I'm not for everybody, but my tribe, we will find each other, right? We will find each other. So, you know, today I just want to encourage you to do that Enneagram test Please, please, please do it and please put it in the comments because I really want to see everybody that's on here every day, right? And I really want to see because I also think that if I know what it is, then I know how I can add value to your life or what I can talk about that will really truly connect with you um, and other people as well. So anyways... I want to say thank you guys so much for for joining me and listening to me, and I do hope that I added value today, and I want to thank you again. You guys are absolutely amazing for all of your support, and I will see you again very soon. Bye-bye.